Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White, and the Blues podcast. I'm Daniel and I'm joined by my partner in crime, my main Bertraccio Nacho, my, uh, the pen, the, the teller to my pen. I don't know where I was going with that. I've been watching some Fool Us lately, one of my favorite shows. Uh, so I was trying to come up with a pen and teller thing, but um, anyway, yeah, here we are. How you Yo. doing? What's up, bro, Taco? I'm doing pretty oh. good. Uh, I do love me some Penn and Teller. They, I'll tell you that. Nobody better out there. Um, Yeah, so I know we talked about doing a live stream tonight and update uh, for all our <laughs> 10 fans out there. Uh, we have been testing it out, not not including this weekend, but for like the past hour and a half. It, no, about an hour. Yeah, trying to figure yeah. it out. And it just frustrates Jason and me to no end. And so it's not going to happen tonight. We're shooting for next Monday now. Um, but th- this is progress for us. We're at least working on it, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, you know, we're old. We're learning new tricks. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I- I'm okay. I don't need people to see my uh, balding, uh, slightly overweight self yet. Uh, that gives me one more week to work out. One more week to grow some new hair. And uh, then I'll then I'll be good to go. But uh, Daniel already looks super good. That's why he's bro taco, and that's why I'm bro naco. Bro naco. Bro. bro <laughs> that's why I'm bro nacho. Nachos are messy, and tacos are, are uh, nice, neat, uh, uh, adorable, sexy, good-looking little packages. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. Of meat? No, I'm of just meat. okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's why when we were testing the live stream, that's why we checked uh, the box not for kids every time. Yeah, that's right. It's it's getting checked. We're, we hopefully don't get age restricted on YouTube, but it the box for um kids yeah. is this available for, or this is suitable for children is definitely. Although I mean, I granted my kids are like thirteen and uh, fifteen, but they do hear everything I say. My daughter will say something to me sometimes after I get done recording. It's like, "Ooh, daddy." I'm calling the cops on you. You were cursing on your podcast. <laughs> we um we should start a swear jar for the show, but then that means we're still putting our own money in. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's true. That's true. Um but yeah, um I guess we'll talk about Chelsea now. Um we won. There's a positive. 3-1. Uh beat Crystal Palace. Despite them missing three of their best players, uh, us having probably the worst 45 minutes of the year uh, in the first half. And then somehow we scored three goals in the second half and won. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was like the worst 45 minutes that could yeah. possibly have happened, even outside of like, last week mm-hmm. and then a good minute at the very beginning of the second half mm-hmm. and then like the worst 35 minutes true that could have happened and then like the best like 10 to 15 well not the best no. but like like a, like a, a, rede- a redeeming yeah yeah acceptable yeah or a redemption of sorts so yeah i don't know man like i uh after that first Gallagher goal, you uh, you sent me a, 
uh, text us said we could we could win and score 60 and i would still be potch out <laughs> yeah for sure and uh i want i'm just wondering now that we've won we were tied at that point but now that we've won uh how do you feel about that statement oh, still still 100% potch out and i beg our fans to not let this quote unquote win overshadow the fact about how terrible our <laughs> tactics were today like they were just some of the worst tactics that I've ever, I don't even know if we had it we had no midfield like yeah. I know you've seen the screenshots I've seen the screenshots I'm sure most people out there if you're on X we had no midfield the defenders were I don't know who they were supposed to pass the ball to at the time um Maybe that's why they pass the ball sideways so much because they have no midfielders to pass it to. Um, it, our tactics appeared to be, to me, the only tactics that we had were get the ball to Matueke and Gusto, do something on the right. Maybe Gusto overlaps. Maybe Matueke drives at his man and then attempt to cross the ball. Yeah. It, it worked once. I don't know how. It literally worked one time the entire match. <laughs> I, mean, I like how I like how you said quote unquote win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, we won, but man, did it not feel like we deserved to to win in so many ways. And we do we had like 80% of the possession or something like that. That's what makes this even more infuriating is that in the first half they had one shot on goal, no, two shots on goal and scored one. We had none. We had one shot. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't close. It was. It went out. Gallagher shanked the ball, um, and then I think, like ten minutes into the second half, we finally had two shots on target. One of those was Gallagher's goal, and I think shortly after that, we had another shot on target. But it took us that long to just have two shots on target, while, like you said, having eighty percent of the possession. I don't even know what our final stats were, um, as far as like shots on target and everything like that go um i think we were one shot none on target in the first half and then um in the second half we had 13 total shots five on target so we wound up with um 14 total shots okay uh 10 of them inside the box five on target so five out of our shots on target all those came in the second half 13 of the shots of our 14 came in the second half yeah so yeah i mean confidence i I i've got so much confidence going into the rest of this month i can't tell you i mean don't you have so much confidence in us walking into the weekend uh having to go to city and probably going to get shellacked oh man oh we're definitely getting shellacked yeah um uh, spoilers for the prediction portion of our episode. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. I think you know where Jason and me are heading with this one. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Gallagher, I guess we can talk about him. He he was the man of the match, according to people, or the pun, whatever you want to say. He was man of the match. Uh, I mean, probably deservingly so. I don't, I mean, he finally found his shooting boots today. So, I mean, I guess that's a positive. I don't like Gallagher playing against low-block teams because I don't think he's creative enough. I would much rather have Chuck in there, who is apparently comes in the Liverpool game, gets an assist in Cuckoo, and then never gets to play again. Don't understand what Potch is doing with our boy Chuck. Um, 
it it just doesn't I don't know. It's weird. Just add it to the potch out pile. Yeah, add it to the potch out pile. I think it's like I don't really have I don't mind Gallagher playing as much when we're playing a team that's open that's not sitting in a low block and we're going to be pressing a little bit more because that's what he's good at. I don't really like him playing in matches like this, but he proved that if he can do this and score, it's different. But this was not the same Gallagher that's been there the rest of the season, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I agree. I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird. But whatever. Um. Silva hurt. Um. Oh yeah. X is split. Half his career is over. Yeah, <laughs> Jason, did you did send me that text message like <laughs> so long, Tiago Silva? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lasted a while. Yeah. Hey, look. I mean, like he made it through most of last year without being hurt. He's made mm-hmm. it a pretty good portion of this year without being hurt. So I mean, he gets applauded for that. Um. Half of X is happy. The other half is, you know, mad at the other half of X for being happy that Silva's hurt. And, you know, because half of X blames Silva for all our problems and this and that. And, yeah, I don't know. It's, we'll I see. I think this is the, there before this season, there have been moments where he, like, really showed his age. Mm-hmm. And but there, I I felt like there were just moments like he's he's always felt like a stalwart. But this season, I feel like without a good defensive line, and I think we talked about this on a previous episode, like he gets exposed a lot more because he doesn't mm-hmm. have good defenders around him. Yeah, and I feel like this season he's really showing his age. I agree. So he's been probably one of our best signings. Yeah, at least he was up until. I mean, the Champions League is freaking awesome, man. Like, <laughs> just come to Chelsea, win a Champions League. Uh, no big deal. And then, uh, yeah, just last season sucked. And then the season before that. Or, or I mean, the season now sucks. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good run for him. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's, like, officially down. I don't know. We don't know the extent of the injury. Um, it's just one of those things where he's my age. So, every time something happens to him, I think... I think it's a miracle he's still out there. Like, oh, like hundred percent. We just had the Super Bowl uh, here in America uh, yesterday. Yeah, and Usher is forty-five. Man, like that dude doesn't look like he's aged a day. But there's a, a roller skating, um, hey, yeah, s- section of that. Yeah, it, it like the entire time I'm watching Usher <laughs> roller skate, I was like, no, please don't hurt <laughs> yourself. You're an icon. <laughs> So, the, the move at the end where he slid through Will I Am. Oh my legs, God! He yeah, struggled. he struggled on that one. He did. <laughs> at least I hope he can still move today. Usher, good job. Uh, yeah. That was a great halftime show, in my opinion. I, just I just glad, enjoyed it. I'm glad they didn't put Little John on uh, on uh, <laughs> roller skates because that would have ended in disaster. Um, my God! Everybody who was anybody was involved in that halftime the, show. The the the. Uh, the ending to it was like complete 2003 nostalgia. Like, yeah, I remember we used to, we literally rode around in your Jeep in high school <laughs> listening to, to confessions like on yes. repeat in yes. your Jeep. Like that was like for like a solid year. That was the only CD that played in your Jeep was well, that's a good album. Man. It was a that is a banger of an album. 
Yeah. Banger of an album. So, uh, shout but out like, to uh, Does yeah. Gen Z even know who any of those no. people on stage are? No like, what's, <laughs> what's no going on? <laughs> My son did know, yeah. He did know the last song. Okay, that so is he true. Did, yeah. He did know that, but all the other songs, they had no clue. And my wife was just sitting there literally knew every word to every song that he sang. <laughs> um, I feel like that halftime show was made just for us. It was yeah. made just for us, just for Tiago Silva, uh-huh. yeah. uh, our age. <laughs> it was made yeah. specifically for our people. So yeah, I, Or I, people I mean, our age, I mean, you know. Yeah, like it's one of those things that, like most people, like the the reaction for it, I, f- I felt like I've seen a lot more negative than positive. But I yeah, loved yeah. it. I loved every minute of that halftime <laughs> show with Usher. You know, even it, I don't care if he had a satanic ritual while he was up there or whatever the hell he oh, was he doing totally with the Illuminati. Did. I know, man. So I don't even give a crap. I mean, there was a clock, so that means yeah. something. Jupiter, Jupiter, and Jupiter. Okay, and there was like fire, and that means yeah. something. Oh, and uh, Alicia Keys' dress meant something because it was red. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. And Taylor Swift, uh, she won the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. Yeah. She chugged a beer. I mean, there's that. Oh, whoa. Yeah. She caused she caused those fumbles, and she caused yeah. that punt to hit that dude's back heel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she she did that. That's, well, I mean, that's pretty impressive. She does look like the uh, high priestess of the Satan uh, of... Uh, the Church of Satan. So, okay, I, I will mean, say, if I was going to buy any of the conspiracy theories, it would be that one. She yeah, looks just yeah, like her. Just like her, man. <laughs> it is uncanny. Uncanny that they look that much alike. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so that's uh, Jason and mine's breakdown of the Super Bowl. I'm glad we could uh, put that yeah. in the, halfway through the podcast for you guys. Oh, oh, this is a Chelsea... Oh, we're supposed to be talking about the game yeah. today. Oh, <laughs> shit. Sorry. <laughs> We're not we're not supposed to be talking about the big game, Jason. We're supposed to be talking about the game today. <laughs> uh, the game today. I did like it when the announcer, because uh, I, I don't know they who the lady is. Is, is she yeah. like the former Chelsea player? That I don't know. Is she the one? I don't know. If there's multiple. She's anyway, all the time. She's she's not very good. Um, I hate to say. Um, and then the I mean the guy's not much better. Uh, but, um, or better at all. I don't know. I didn't like either one of them, but he, she was talking about how she had to resist the urge to stay up and watch the Super Bowl because she had a long day today. And and he said, Oh, I didn't have to resist at all. (laughs) So he, uh, that was one of my favorite, that was my favorite moment in like the first five to six minutes of the match was him saying that because whoo, that first 45 minutes was it was bad. 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 I mean, she bad, could bad. have stayed up and watched the Super Bowl and then just slept through the first half and, like, nobody would have noticed. <laughs> nobody would have noticed that she wasn't talking. No. Nah. Nobody would have noticed anything in the game. Well, yeah, it's been fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's perfect. That, yeah, and I think that's why, like, I mean, even if, like, I mean, I tweeted it out, I texted you, like, my whole point was if we didn't, even if we won this match, it doesn't change my opinion about Potch out just because of how dreadful that first 45 minutes was. Yeah, like, for sure. What do we do in training? Like, what do we do in training all week? I mean, we had a week to prepare for this match and we come out doing what? Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows what we're doing. I don't think the players even know what we're And that's my point, too, about this match. 
it wasn't Potts' tactics that won us this match. It was just the sheer will of the players. Like, it was just like the players taking over the match and saying, we're going to win this match in spite of our manager, in spite of his tactics, in spite of his game plan, whatever Potch came up with, it was not it. But the players just sort of willed the team to victory today. And I think that's like the, that's happened multiple times this year. I feel like that it's been the players just willing the team to victory instead of Potch setting them up to win matches. So I don't know. Yeah. So do you think the substitutions had anything to do with it? Because, um, because like in Cuckoo comes in at halftime, right? And then yeah. um, I kind of forget what else happened. In so Cuckoo, Cuckoo comes in, in for Madueke. Colwell came in for Silva when he got hurt. And then Sterling came in for somebody towards Jackson? the end of them. Jackson. Yeah, he came in for Nico. And then um, Gusto appeared to like get a tweaked his hand like a little yeah, yeah he tweaked something in the 84th minute so and Gilchrist so yeah we so but like do you think the Nkuku no um, I mean it looked it looked pretty promising when we when he first came in because we scored like immediately uh when yeah. he got subbed in and then we just kind of fell back into what we fell back into mm-hmm. like the first half pretty much no I mean I was sitting there thinking uh I think it was right before we we scored that second goal. Um, that really, and he still wasn't involved in that goal. But like Nkuku really wasn't involved in any of the build up plays or the plays mm-hmm. today that led to the goals. So I mean, the first one was a cross by Gallagher. The second yeah. one was or a cross from Gusto to Gallagher. The second one was Sterling miraculously shielding off a defender and making a great pass to Palmer. Oh my God. And then Paul, Palmer laying it off to Gallagher for the goal. And then the third one was Gallagher to Enzo, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. or not Gallagher. Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Palmer, I think. Didn't Palmer have this? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then Enzo with the cheeky goal. So, Nkuku wasn't really involved in any of the build-up play, much like Jackson and Palmer weren't involved in the first half. Like, right. neither one of them could get on the ball to do anything. So, it there, there's no point. Yeah, and Cuckoo can be a great player, and I think he is. But I don't think Potch is setting him up to succeed with his tactics. Like, because it doesn't matter who's up front. They're not getting involved in the game. Because our strategy is to cross the ball. And I'm pretty sure we have one of the lowest percentages of crosses completed in the EPL. Like it's in the teens, like low teen, mid to low teens, our crossing completion percentage, which. Yeah. And I just don't understand. We don't have a striker that's going to go up and head the ball. Like Nico, when he plays up top, isn't that tall. Palmer's not great in the air. He's not tall either. Like we don't have that height. We don't have, we don't have an Erling Holland who's just going to go up and freaking. Yeah, out jump everybody or Cristiano Ronaldo in his prime when he would out like it would be. I the mean, same and Cuckoo thing. was given like piggyback rides to most of the players That's true. Uh, for Crystal Palace throughout the rest of the game. That is true. I mean, this would be like Pochettino, which I don't know what he did at PSG, but this would be like him putting Messi at striker and trying to cross the ball into Messi in the box. 
like that's not Messi's strength. Like right. Messi's good with the ball at his feet, creating, being creative. Like that's what Nkuku's good at. He's good at one twos. You know, he's good at creating his shots and creating his chances. And Poch isn't giving him the opportunity to 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 do that. Like it's just like he has one strategy: cross the ball into the box. That's it. Right. And we get lucky every now and then, like we did today. Um, I mean, it was a great run in by. It was a great ball by Gusto. Can put the balls in the box. There's just nobody get on the end of them. That's the crosses aren't necessarily the problem. It's the people that are in the box because that's not their strength. So, how many times have we seen Gusto or Reese or whoever's playing Diossi? I don't know if Diossi did, but <clears throat> you get the point. Put a cross in the box, and the same and Galler get on the end of one, and it end up out the freaking stadium this season. Like that's happened multiple times. Right. So let's not act yeah. like this is like some kind of new thing or this is like some kind of breakthrough in the team. It's not. It's just we got lucky. That's all I'm going to say. The The Enzo goal was cheeky as hell, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> the, the second yeah, yeah. Gallagher goal, thank God somebody finally shot the ball because five minutes or ten minutes before that, I don't remember how long it was, Sterling – has a shot on goal, and instead of shooting the damn ball when the ball gets to him, he waits till the defenders get to him, and then he tries to shoot the ball through two defenders. Yeah. So, it's ugh, it's frustrating, man. Even when yeah. we win, it's still frustrating. <laughs> I mean, it really is because you you see kind of. I mean, it's it's everything that you said. I mean, Potch sets up the team horribly to be anywhere near successful and the players just outplayed the tactics today <laughs> I like is that. basically I like that. what happened. I mean, that's what, that's what you said earlier, essentially. And, um, you worded it much more eloquently than I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know about that. I'm just rewatching. I'm a little distracted because I'm rewatching some of the, the highlights. Cause that, that second goal by Sterling to just kind of come across Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some challenges in the midfield, and then to kick that ball into Palmer's path as Palmer is like sprinting down the right side, essentially, mm-hmm. and then he crosses it over to or laterally passes it to to Gallagher, who then just slots it home on the ground. I mean, that mm-hmm. is that's a freaking awesome goal. But that man, be... it came at the death. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was gonna say that might be Sterling's best play of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And like I was slagging him off earlier in the game because because he does stuff like he waits for somebody to get really tight on mm-hmm. him, whether he's passing or dribbling or shooting, and he waits for people and then can't get around them or can't go through them. I mean, he tries to go through people more often than not. <laughs> he tries that a lot. The fact that he was running sideways probably helped in the lead up to that second Gallagher goal. Um, but like the Caicedo pass to Palmer the first time, yeah, um, or Gusto, I mean, yes, and then yeah. and then Gusto's cross to Gallagher, who just then just takes it out of the air, essentially. I mean, those are those are great Gallagher goals. I mean, like, and like those setup is like good but it's like you said like it feels lucky like it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like the team was meant to do that it just feels like 
we kind of saw a couple chances where we caught Crystal Palace out. And then the Enzo goal was just icing on the cake. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. We The things that were really, really, really bad in this game that continue to be really, really bad are the amount of giveaways that we uh, mm-hmm. that we create. The lack of winning a second ball. Um, like their goal, uh, I forget who scored it. What's his name? Um, I don't know. It was a banger. Oh, my God. Lerma. Uh, in the 30th minute, their goal. I mean, that ball goes into the box. It pops out. I think one of mm-hmm. our players pops it out. I can't quite remember what happened. We popped Maybe it I can out watch to Matty Weke. We popped it out. Somebody, I don't remember who. Clear, I think it was yeah. Enzo. Cleared it out to Matty Weke. And then Matty Who Weke then does nothing it away. with it. He tries. He literally to, does nothing. Yeah. He tried to turn. And shield one guy off, if I remember correctly, and pass it to Casado. And then yeah. somebody came in, and instead of Casado just stayed on his feet, he the guy takes the ball from him, and he falls down like he got fouled. Yeah, yeah. And that's a problem that we have. It's oh just my God. like trying to draw fouls too much. Um, and then the guy shoots the ball from outside the box, and DSC literally turns his body away from the ball. Yeah, like with his hands it, behind his back. Yeah, yeah, he has Inside his hands behind his back. So if he just literally stands still, he can't get a handball called because yeah. his hands are in a natural position. He's not not getting a handball called in any way, shape, or form in this in this scenario. So take a bullet for the team. Like, yeah, let the ball hit you. He literally turns away from the ball. Like then they showed the camera angle from the goalkeeper. You can't see the ball when he shoots when the guy shoots the ball, and then DSC moves and here comes the ball. It's like, yeah, what, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, I wish that he had. Yeah, I wish that he had like sacrificed himself a little more there. But I mean, to, in respect to Lerma, like that that yeah. goal was insanity. Like it was. If you watch the ball. He's well outside the box on the left side. If you mm-hmm. if you watch that ball, like there's no spin on it, it wobbles through the air the entire time and just get, pushes right like the whole time. It's like mm-hmm. it's like someone just had a hand on it and the ball kept trying to go straight to Petrovic and they're like, no 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 no, I'll guide <laughs> you into the net. I'll guide you right into that far corner. I mean there there is no chance Petrovic saves that. Yeah. D- oh yeah. DCC is the one that can save it. Um Yeah. But yeah, but man. But to your that, point, they we never should have given the ball away though in that in that situation either, yeah. which happens far too often with it happened multiple times today. That's just the yeah. only time they made us pay for it. Casado is getting really Well, bad they about they it. had a lot of chances though because we Kaiseido, yeah, like you said, Kaiseido gives the ball away so much. Chile acts like when they have the ball, he is always surprised that the other team is also <laughs> on the pitch. Like I like, there's a couple moments in this game that just baffle me. Um, I mean, outside of the 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 base level baffling that comes with watching this team, uh, Chile. I can't even remember when these things happen. They're like so small. Chile gets the ball from Silva. And then, of course, Crystal Palace come at him, and uh-huh. he passes it directly back to Silva. Like it's like a, it's almost like a one-two, like type mm-hmm. of it. Like it's all he, it's a one-take pass back, 
And Silva goes to turn, and there's a guy there. And it then has to like stumble a little bit and get the ball back to Chile. And then Chile finally passes it forward. And Silva yells at him <laughs> because one, Chile doesn't do what he needs to do to get the ball upfield, just quickly passes it back to Silva and then doesn't tell Silva there's a defender right behind him as Silva goes to turn with the ball. And so, yeah, Silva yells at him. And then there's another one. There's another thing where Chile um, runs all the way downfield to the corner. And there's another player there. It, it Whoever else was playing on the left at the time. I can't remember. Probably, if it was N- probably Nico, maybe. Yeah. I, I can't remember when it happened in the game, but it, it's either Nico or Sterling. And like they're, they're all downfield, right? And they lose the ball because they lose the ball. And, <laughs> and then that person just kicks it downfield. And Chile, like, just doesn't even try to get back on defense at that point. He just watches it go with the surprised look and like mannerisms of like, Oh, I didn't know they could kick a ball. (laughs) And like, that's how he acts like the whole game. Like, Oh, I didn't know the other team could do that. That's crazy. They just ran past me that I'll be damned. Mm -hmm. And, and that's his, like his golly gee gosh, sort of demeanor that he has on the pitch. Is just insane to me. Mm-hmm. He is horrible. Like Chilwell he, he is a defend. disaster. Yeah, he can't defend. He is a Ooh. disaster. Like everybody's giving Potch hell for playing him on the left wing, but like Potch knows he can't defend. Like he was like, at least I'll try to get something out of this guy because everybody says he's good on offense. Everybody still says, "Oh, Chilwell's really good going forward, but he's not that good tracking back for on defense." I don't think he's good at all. Like, I think he's pathetic. Yeah, so. he's not good. He's not. I mean, his first half stats, I sent you this at halftime. I just remembered it. I don't want to pull up his whole stat sheet. But first half stats was uh, 0% in take-ons, 0 for 2, uh, 0 for 3 on crosses, uh, 0 for 1 on tackles, Uh and no player lost more duels than Chilwell in the first half, and it was five. Um, so, yeah, that was – Man. His first half was atrocious. Another another reason why we say the first half is bad, I sent you this. Um, Chelsea completed 420 passes in the first half. The most passes in an opening 45 minutes of a Premier League game without having a shot on target since 2003, since 03-04. That's just staggering. I think that's when, so that stats from Opta Joe, and I think, yeah. do they say that that's when they were keeping, started keeping records? It just says uh, from having a shot on target on Opta Joe's records since 03-04. I don't know if that's when they started keeping records or what yeah that's wild man i'm looking at I mean, chili stats right now for the game he had a 7.4 some freaking how how zero how zero or 0.04 expected goals 0.02 expected assists 54 out of 67 accurate passes 81 percent zero chances created zero shots on target one shot off target yep. he had 96 touches two touches in the opposition box he had two of three successful dribbles, four passes into the final third, zero of five accurate crosses, one of three 
accurate long balls, one corner. His defense, zero tackles out of zero one, two blocks, one clearance, six recoveries. He won four of six ground duels, one of four area duels. He was fouled twice and committed one foul. I mean, just like... It's bad. Yeah. Like, just low... Like, just what does he do? Like, he did nothing today. He did not. But, like, give the ball away or yeah. just not create anything. He's only effective when he creates. Like, you only notice him if he's creating chances. Like, that's Unless the only he's time just you notice. doing horrible. Yeah, well, you only notice him for good things. <laughs> right, right, he's right. Cre- you don't ever, you don't ever notice Chilwell for his, you don't, we don't ever sit here on this podcast after uh, an episode and be like, oh, man, that was a Chilwell masterclass defensively. He put that defender in his pocket, you right. know, block, et cetera, et cetera. We have had those conversations about Gusto and Reese, um, about Kukurea even, you know, granted not at left back at right back, but we've had those conversations about every other left back and right back that we have on the team. Yeah. It's set for Chilwell defensively. Like right. he's just not a def- he is either he is a left wing back when he has somebody back there that can cover for him in a in a three back. Um or if he's a left winger and just doesn't track back to defend, which yeah. Sterling doesn't really track back to defend either. So, you know, it's a mute point. But he doesn't he's not consistent enough offensively to be a winger. Um, so why do we like? I don't understand why. Like, I think I understand what Potch wants. Like, Potch wants us to basically have like a three at the back kind of system with two center backs and two, uh, like a left back and a right back that go really forward. Mm-hmm. And he just wants two people to sit back. And the problem is our midfield gives everything they can away. Sterling yep. gives everything he can away, and Chilwell gives everything he can away. Mm-hmm. Like, Caicedo's going to give it away. Enzo's going to give it away. Madueke was giving it away today. DCC was giving it away today. Like, everybody that could give it away was pretty much giving it away. There were errant passes all over the field. There was, like, bad dribbling. Like, like the first half was a disaster for just about everyone on that pitch. Mm-hmm. And... um. And the problem with Chilwell is like, okay, well, if he goes super forward, he's not a mm-hmm. Gusto, he's not a James, he can't come back. Right. So, like, why can't we just play Colwell at left back? Well, he's like, not I very don't good understand. there either. He, that's the problem. He's, he can't cross it. Like, if that's what Potch wants us to do is get our left backs forward. He sucks at getting forward. Like, he's yeah, a but good we defender. Have, yeah, but I'd almost rather have like like at least a good defender than like someone on the left like Chilwell who's trying to get forward. Yeah. I mean I don't necessarily disagree with that. I just think Colwell's a lot better at center back. But yeah. then again, what is what makes our best defense? Is it Gusto? See, and that's the thing is I think our best defense would be with the players that we have available now would be Gusto, Badia Shile, Colwell, and an imaginary person out there at left back. I mean, just yeah. I mean, I'd rather have like, Kukurea back at this time. 
Well, my thing is, is we literally sold the best left back on the team who is freaking flourishing at Dortmund right now. And because our dumbass manager is too blind to see that and wouldn't even play him whenever the other two left backs were injured and tried to force Colwell in at left back yeah, instead true. of playing freaking Ian Matson, who is a yep. fantastic left back, who does the things that Potch wants a left back to do, who can cross the ball, who can get right. forward. And you know what else he can do? He can freaking defend, unlike yeah. the left back we have in there now, unlike Colwell at left back, who is average at defending when he's playing left back. Unlike Kukurea, too. Unlike Kukurea. Um, yeah. But apparently, I just but would. Kuk- I know Colwell doesn't play left back. I just yeah. am like, if we're gonna if we're gonna put somebody out of position at this point, <laughs> I'd rather it be Colwell. Yeah, I mean, because I Chilwell is so bad. He's so bad. Sorry, I interrupted. No, I, I no no no. I agree with you. He's so freaking bad, man. He's so bad. I don't know. Like, it's, he's it's, on. He's higher on my shit list than Sterling is. Uh, he's. I don't think he's past Sterling yet for me, man. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> like Sterling is so far up the shit list that I don't think it's possible for any. I don't. I think Chilwell could score an own goal in every match for the rest of the season on purpose, and I still don't think he'd be higher on the shit list. Than Sterling. Wow. Is. <laughs> like I just like it's. I think it's because I hated Sterling for so long, and I never yeah. liked Sterling, and I never really wanted Sterling here. So I think that adds to it. At least Chilwell yeah. has shown me glimpses of being decent. You know, yeah. he just can't defend, which is like half the position of a left back. Like probably seventy percent of the job of a left back is to defend. So you know, whatever. God, man, this team is sad. They're just—they're not good, man. They're not very good. They're yeah, not very good. I know everybody puts a lot of like. Everybody puts a lot of stock into how much we pay for them. I I just think that was Bowley being an idiot. Like I just yeah. don't I just don't think Bowley knew what he was doing when he first bought this the main no crop clue. of players that he came in. No clue. And just was like, Oh, I'm a billionaire. I can go buy whoever I want and yep. and well, we'll we'll be Chelsea and we'll make the money back and yep. now we don't win anything for two seasons and I mean technically we still got a cup. We still got a cup. Uh, final coming up at the end of this month, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, we're not going to do anything with our it's win Liverpool. in the cup unless we get in the conference league. But you're not making money from the conference league. Yeah, you're not making he money. Some. Yeah. So that this is an interesting point because I I had this in my notes to discuss with you on the podcast this week. I just I find this I find the media, Jason. And I'm so glad that we're not a part of this stupid freaking Chelsea media circus that goes around <laughs> propagating either for or against Bowley. I mean, although we are very anti-Clear Lake on this podcast, but we don't have connections. We don't claim to be journalists. I write yeah. a blog that is half-ass serious, half-ass humor. This podcast, we don't take ourselves seriously on here. We do this because it's fun. <laughs> like, it's, right. Well, right. actually, Jason, we've determined it's our therapy sessions, or else, yeah, yeah, you know, if fun it wasn't is for this, relative. Yes, right. If it wasn't for this podcast, we'd both be locked up in the insane asylum right now because of <laughs> but because right. we get to come on here, vent, blah blah blah, whatever. But my question or the statement or whatever we want to go with this is, it's just funny because last week, if you get on X and Reddit 
you read reports that we're in breach of financial fair play and we're about to get busted and yada, yada, yada. Then today, another Chelsea media person releases a report that says, oh, we can spend between two and three hundred million this summer, depending on how many uh, players we sell. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. guys, like, what is it? Is it we're about to be hit with financial fair play regulations or we can spend three hundred million in the summer? Yeah, it's just yeah, man, like guys. Get of some course we can. We straight. can. We just have money. We just have whatever we have. It's we can just make it up. We're printing stuff. Hey, just like the U.S. government does. <laughs> yeah, soon we'll be printing players. <laughs> yeah. Hey, three D print us some man. <laughs> hey, everybody in government's a clone supposedly. So yeah, I mean, hey, might as well just clone some other people. Let's clone. Let's let's clone some. Uh, let's give me a. Uh, can we just clone like? Like Drogba and Terry and Lampard and all of them, like and just bring them back. Essien, Makaleli. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Can we clone? Yeah, can we clone them? Like that's yeah, the, that's the real question. Who yeah. can we clone to save our season? I mean, save next season. I mean, save the next season. <laughs> Ooh, could we like clone like uh? Hmm, we need to come up with some kind of cool hybrid, like. A Conte Ancelotti Mourinho hybrid and clone. I'm okay with this. Yeah, like we, uh, you Let's know, let's have a little Chelsea to... tinkering lab, and we yeah. got like some human centipede. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie! <laughs> this will be uh, the grossest Chelsea thing you've ever seen, and yeah. we played some pretty bad games this season. Yes, it, yeah, the, the thought of Moo, Conte, and uh, Ancelotti being a human centipede on the sideline is quite humorous, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, but, I am reading an interesting thing. Oh, wait, finish your thought, and then I'll tell you the interesting oh, thing. Oh, I know. I, are you reading about Moo? Is it the new Moo thing that's been circulating? Oh, no. No, no, no. This is, this is a bit different. Oh, what you got? What you got? Um, I'm reading uh, Chelsea Reddit right now. Oh boy! And one of the uh, see, I need to I need to compare him season to season. Hold on one second. Uh, so this is one of the top posts right now. Man of the match and player of the season so far. Resign this man now, Connor Gallagher. Yeah, I don't think he's How player do you feel of the about season. That? I don't uh, man of the match. Yes, player of the season. No, resign Gallagher. I think it depends on how much money you get for him. It, it, I, we were both on, like, that's the weird thing. He has just been so like, we, this is weird. Cause we said, we had this conversation a couple weeks ago on the podcast. I remember having it. We were like, if Gallagher starts scoring goals, maybe our thinking of him will change. Yeah. Right. I just need to see him score more goals. Because he does a lot of other things good, but he also does a lot of things bad. And mm-hmm. if he scores goals, I think it makes up for some of the things that he does bad. Right. Because he, him and Cole Palmer, like I said, are the only two people on this team that know how to press. So yeah. that's good. But he, like, and that's my thing is like, if he would be okay with accepting more of a being a role player where when we played low block teams like we did today, he didn't play and we started somebody more creative. 
Okay, right. resign him. But it's, it's all about money. How much money can we get for him? How much money is he going to resign for? I do like homegrown players, but homegrown players bring us more money on the books. It's it's an ebb and flow, man. I well, Ask me the question again about resigning him at the end of the season, Jason. He has definitely yeah, yeah. not been the player of the season for us. When Connor Gallagher has 21 goal contributions, or not Gallagher, when Palmer has 21 goal contributions mm-hmm. this season and is hands down miles away been the best player on this team. Like it's yeah. not even close to the player of the year is at Chelsea right now. Like if anybody yeah. answers the question other than Cole Palmer, you haven't watched any matches. So I'll read you some stats. For who? Gallagher? Palmer versus Gallagher. Okay. Okay. Gallagher's played 23 matches. Palmer's played 21. So pretty even. Cole Palmer scored 10 goals. Gallagher just scored two. <laughs> he scored his first yeah. two of the season today. No, Palmer no, no. has, has scored. Well, this must be in the EPL. This is, just one, pre, this is just print. This is just print. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Palmer has scored 10 goals. Mm-hmm. Five of those were penalty goals. So five from open play. Yeah, five from open play. But he has six assists to Connor Gallagher's four. Okay. So he's still at 11 versus Connor Gallagher, who just hit six. Yeah. Um, and then chances created Palmer 32, Gallagher 31. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shot accuracy. Mm, I don't know if that's <laughs> worth it. Palmer's had 35 total shots and Gallagher's had 21. Palmer's had 21 on target to Gallagher's 12. So Palmer has just as many shots on target as Gallagher has shots total. Yes. But they're playing in a different position, so I can see why right. you would say that wouldn't necessarily matter as much. Gallagher has uh, 52, almost 53 accurate passes per 90 to Cole Palmer's 41. Different positions. Um, and then defensively, Gallagher has 1.5 successful tackles per 90 to Gallagher, to Palmer's about half yeah. A tackle per 90. I mean, that makes that makes complete sense. Palmer has 0.78 blocks to Gallagher's 0.42. That's that's a little surprising. Um, clearances is about the same. Headed clearances is fine. I mean, both of them aren't doing much there. Gallagher has about 1.4 interceptions per 90 to Palmer's 0. 0.5. Yeah, that's and then Gallagher has 1.46 possession one final third per 90 to Connor Gallagher's 1.0. I mean, to Cole Palmer's 1.08. So, anyway, I don't know if all those stats matter. But, anyway, I would say, like, I mean, I think Cole Palmer's been... Cole Palmer, to me, he creates 32 chance. Well, he creates 32 chances, but he's also got, like, 11... Well, not even 11, 16 goals and assists. And that's mm-hmm. just in the Premier League. To Connor Gallagher creating 31 chances, but only two goals to four assists. So mm-hmm. it's like, is quality of chance better? I mean, we'd have to run the tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do they count as a chance? Gallagher, Gallagher scored some balls this year. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, it's, it's an interesting debate because that's the debate people are talking about. It is, but here's this is I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or I wrote this in my article that I wrote last week. But there is something to say about the eye test. Like yeah, just exactly 
two people, you and me, who have watched. I think I've missed one match this year. You might have missed one match this year, maybe. Like that's about. It was this past week. Was that the first match we've missed this year? Uh, yeah, I think so. Something, yeah, like that's like we've like the FA Cup against Villa. The second leg's the first match. I think I might I might have missed one more in there, or two more. I don't know. The point is, Jason and me have watched the majority of the matches this year, and there's just something to say about the eye test, like. Gallagher had a really good first half of the season, but these last three, what, when did I write that article? Five weeks ago? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Six weeks yeah. ago? Like, it was before yeah. Christmas, since around Thanksgiving. Gallagher hasn't been, he hasn't been great. Like, he's been bad until today, or, yeah, until last match. He was okay, because yeah. I think he scored against Villa. He scored two today. So, but Palmer He switched has off. Been, yeah, like Palmer's been the one consistent in there. Like I guess right. he had a his one bad match that I can think of during that run was with a uh, was it the first leg of the Carabao Cup semifinals? He shit the bed in whenever we yeah, kept pressing so. and he would steal the ball and he would just shank the ball. Like it was one of the like Colwell had a bad was that Wimbledon? Is that who that was? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think so. But, yeah, there were several people that shut the bed. Palmer was one of them. Um, but I, the eye test, my point is, the eye test, you just watch the matches. Palmer has, he just adds more to the team. They're, but in this, is, again, it's sort of hard to compare because they do play different positions. It's not apples mm-hmm. to apples because one's more attacking. Gallagher's. Who knows what he's going to be playing? Sometimes he holds. Sometimes he goes forward. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what Potch is going to have Gallagher playing on any given night? So, but I still think Palmer is a player of a year just because, I mean, up until this point, as of today, he has 21 goal contributions throughout all competitions. So, yeah, exactly. There's that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's Palmer easily for me, too. Like, uh, but I will say this Palmer's like one of the only players that gets me excited on the pitch at yeah, all. True. And I think the rest of the team, I'm just like kind of over at this point. And, um, I, I, I just find them Gusto. very hard to watch. Yeah. I enjoy, I like Gusto, but, um, but there just is something about Palmer that is. Yeah. I agree. Well, was it, um, did one of the uh, like uh, announcers say that Palmer didn't feel like a Chelsea player or something? I don't know. I, Jason, it's a miracle that I hear anything the announcers say during the matches. <laughs> I tune those suckers yeah. out because I yeah. do not like listening to the announcers. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like somebody said that somewhere along the way. And I just think that that's insanity. Uh, but maybe it's because he outplays most of the players each game. <laughs> and maybe that's what they mean. I He's don't know. He's just tired of having shit players around him. Yes. Yeah. He just out. He just is playing more to Chelsea's level than the rest of them are. And yeah. for some reason, people don't think Chelsea ever played at that level. Or they tend to forget it. So, I don't know, man. I, it's weird. Uh, yeah. I... It's it's one of those things where like we win the game and it still doesn't feel like we earned it. I think that's mm-hmm. just kind of where I'm at at the end of this one. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Um, and I'm 100% with you on that. I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. He does, I mean, like, Gusto gets me excited. Palmer gets me excited. I'm always excited about Petrovic. I think I'm excited about Nkuku, but he doesn't play enough. Right. And then Chuck yep. is the same way. I'm excited about Chuck. He just doesn't play enough. Um, But that's about the only people that excite me on this team. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just find them all very. I'd like do not look forward to watching this team play yeah. <laughs> ever. I don't, either, um, I don't know how to get back to a place where I enjoy the games, um, but I just tend to worry about them. Like I, I had no faith that we would win this um, until we like scored in stoppage time, <laughs> and, then, and then I feel like those just kind of came out of nowhere. So. Yeah. It's, I don't I don't even know. Like we don't win definitively. We no. don't play well for most of the match. And yet somehow we came away with a win. I mean the the only thing you can really give like you can give the credit, you can give the players credit for for sticking with it, but they don't always do this. Yeah. Like they they are a weak-minded team that will fall Very apart weak-minded at any adversity and we just saw them lose like down like the other team scored four twice in two games in a row Yep. before we have a little bit of a bounce back against Villa and before we like bring the game home in the dying minutes of the game <laughs> today. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I don't, it doesn't breed much confidence. I don't have a lot of confidence with this team moving forward. I don't have a lot of confidence with Potch moving forward. And I I don't know. Just don't look forward to the games. I'm definitely not looking forward to the city game this weekend. Definitely not. Um, I don't even know if I want to watch that at all, but I'm going to, I guess. When is the game? I don't even know. Is it some, I think it's Saturday. Uh, it's at 1130, which means we get to wait around for a while. Saturday. But, uh, yeah. The 17th. So whatever day that is. I don't know what day that is, man. Feels like a Saturday. It's definitely Saturday. Okay, cool. So Saturday it is then that we sit around and watch uh, Chelsea play. Fun times. Yep, that'll be a full day of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, dude. I don't. I mean, I'm with you. I'm going to watch it just because it's freaking Chelsea. But, uh, you know, whatever. I'm just... It is. I feel like I'm this sorry. Is on I'm a down I'm, note. Well, I'm in the middle of something, and I'll tell you what it is in a second. All right, it's official, Jason. It has finally happened. After oh wait, hold on. Is it still okay? After all, well, I won't count my chickens before the eggs hatch. Okay. But cross your fingers. For the second time now. I've ordered a Cole Palmer jersey from the mega store. Hey, <laughs> if that's it gets I'm canceled, about. I will be pissed again, and I will lose it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was in. I just for some reason just like, hey, wonder if they got the jerseys in, and they had the jerseys in now. So I've ordered a Cole Palmer jersey. Dude, congratulations! I totally hope they get it and that they don't give you stickers. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Um, 
All right. Uh, anything else about the match today? I guess we can go on from that. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Screw this match. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we won, but it's one of those matches that doesn't feel like we really won. So it's tough to still be excited about everything. But it makes yada, me even yada, more yada. nervous for next game. Is really what it does. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really nervous. I, like, I'm not like like this next game. I guess I'm not nervous. I'm more like, eh, we're gonna get beat. So what does it really matter? <laughs> I don't really have yeah. any confidence. Uh, yeah. What's your predictions, Jason? Oh, I predict a 4-0 loss. 4-0? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what did we... We drew... Actually, I think earlier I thought 3-0. And I, maybe I just said 4-0 because we had lost 4 I'm going to say 3-0. So we, we tied 4-4 with them earlier in the season, right? Yeah, there's no way that's happening again. I'm going 3-1 City. I think we okay. at least get one in, but we're going to get peppered with three, possibly six. So yeah. <laughs> it might get ugly. It's, this is one of those things where either we're going to get battered or for some weird reason we'll show up to play against a big team, um, which, to be fair, we have shown up with the exception of the last Liverpool match. Sure. We have shown up against the big teams this year. And the well, yeah. and the United match before that. So I guess the last two times we played a big club, we sort of shit the bed. But <laughs> yeah, City, I've, they're they're yeah. going to trounce. So it doesn't matter. We've just been so crazy inconsistent, and we so don't look good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't look good, and in, in even in the wins, I just I don't see us like showing up for City at City. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I just don't see that happening. So it'll be a pet but party. But I can officially class. say we are ahead of our point total at this same stage in the season last season. Like, or at through um, game day twenty four, we now have thirty four points to the thirty one from last season. So we are officially ahead yeah. on points, and we're tenth in the league. And I do need to take cop to that. Apparently, I was not looking at points earlier when I texted you that we could go ninth in the league. <laughs> We're 10, yeah. so when our text message conversations go live, guys, I apologize for the error of my way. Actually, I might go back and edit that just so I don't look as stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, yeah, we're 10th in the league currently, so yay. Yay. Good. Go us. Go, Chelsea. Keep the blue flag flying high here That's in Chelsea right. land. Um. So yeah. Oh no. Are we too pessimistic as fans right now? Like that's that's my final thought. Are we being too uh, pessimistic? I don't know. I here's the thing. I feel like you and me are both very logical, realistic people. Like we try to deal in terms of realism and being realistic about situations. So it it's hard for me to to say that we're being pessimistic because I feel like we're being realistic. Like we're right. just not, we're not these, like, you know, you have those fans that no matter how terrible their team's doing, they always think they can win. Right. They're right. just, they're homers, you know, like, Oh, we're going to win. We're going to go undefeated. You know, we're not going to lose a match. Blah, 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 blah. Every year they think that's like, no, it's not realistic. Like realistically we're an average premier league team. Right. Slightly above average, maybe um, on a good day. 
So we're going in playing the team that sits in second place. I don't really have a lot of hope that we're going to win. And so I don't know. I just, maybe we are being a little too pessimistic, but I feel like just the way that we think, like we're, we're logical people though at the same time. And yeah. if your logic leads you to pessimism, then maybe, you know, are you just being realistic at that point? <laughs> We're right, being philosophical right. in this podcast. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, what's, what do you think? Do you think we're being too pessimistic? pessimistic i no, i agree with you i think we're just realist it just probably comes across as pessimism i mean yeah i can like see there, that. Used, there just used to be times when i like celebrated every chelsea win mm-hmm. but like even when we win at this stage in the game i or at this stage in the season i just am like okay but what which team's gonna show up next game right what yeah. what tactic is potch gonna do what player is going to be hurt? Mm-hmm. And then, like, how are we going to, like, try to throw the game away? And then maybe somehow get some, like, two goals in the 90th minute to win it. Like, yeah. and that just doesn't feel exciting to me. It's like, not. Like, when I believe we can win, when I have hope that we can win, when we go down 1-0 in the first half and then I watch the first half, like, my confidence in the team to dig deep and come out like just isn't there and like yay we did it today like we did it once today like i am all i will always be happy for a win but yeah. this season the trajectory of this season is eerily close to the trajectory of last season yes and we've similar. had we've had the stability people have wanted we didn't have a coach come in mid season 6 games in <laughs> we didn't have uh we had a coach who had a preseason Uh, We had a coach who, like, we've got, we've had a coach who's had, like, two-thirds of a season to to put these players into, like, a position or to coach them in his way. Yeah. And, like, we're seeing, like, little fruit from all that. So, that's where, that's where I think I am usually. Like, I'm just... Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't want to get destroyed at City. I think that's where my worry comes yeah. in. Like, I'm worried yeah. that we're, like, going to go down. We're going to lose 6 nothing, or we're going to lose 8 nothing, and just totally crap the bed. Like, I don't – that's what I worry about, and I don't want that because I think this yeah. season and last season have been humiliating enough. And I think under the Bowley regime, it's all humiliation all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think one win puts a Band-Aid over it. No. After the way this team played, like this team still played mid, like yep. this entire game. Um, like this was a mid performance. This wasn't like a dig deep and win. Like, sure, there is a level of perseverance that happened in this game, but like there's not like a, like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like we really accomplished a thing today. It just felt like. No we dodged a bullet like we normally do. And that's mm-hmm. what the season feels like. It doesn't feel like an accomplishment when we win. It feels like a relief. Like, yeah. oh, God, I didn't know that was going to happen today. <laughs> wow. Because yes. I always expect a loss this season. Because I because we're so bad that I think it could happen to us at any time. Like, yeah. you put us toe-to-toe with another team on their best day. There's not many teams in the league that I'm going to go, oh, yeah, we'll definitely – like, if we're at our best and they're at their best – 
will definitely win that. There's not many teams I would think that about. <laughs> like, I would think the opposite. I would think, oh, crap, if that team shows up with their best people and we show up with our best people, not sure. I, I it, it could be a toss-up for most of the games. And then for the top six, we're out. Like, I just don't yeah. think that's happening. So, um, yeah. I don't know. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think I think the the thing that the reason we're not pessimists is because of inconsistency. Yeah, like, I feel like that that is the reason because if this team was in the least bit consistent with anything that they do, we would be fifth or sixth right now. But there's no yep. consistency, and it goes down to the players and the manager. You know, everybody plays a role in that. I blame the manager more than the players because he has no tactics. Like you said, he's been here for the entire year. And, like, what do we – like, we still don't know what style of play we have. We still don't have an idea of what he's trying to do. Like, he doesn't – The style of play is everyone get out of the midfield as fast as you can. Yeah, let's not have a midfield is his strategy. Um, Like, it's this isn't like – Tottenham teams, you know, were that Potch coach where they were high pressing, high intensity. He doesn't have that here. And whether yeah. that's to the board not signing the right players or this or that or whatever it is, you've got to adjust your coaching style to your players and figure your shit out. And he hadn't done that. And it's yeah. over halfway through the season. So I don't know. There's no identity. There's no culture at this club right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's just bad. I mean, we could have a whole like we could do a three hour podcast on just the culture alone at this club and how terrible it is. Oh man! But um, uh, that would make me pessimistic. Yeah, that would that's it's depressing. Like I've delved into it a little bit on the articles, the thing, the little series I'm doing on our Substack right now. So, um, but yeah, part three should be out this week, guys. For those of you who are actually mm-hmm. reading it, um. So, uh, anything else to add, Jason? I thought that was a very good discussion to have here. Then, good question, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, let's uh, let's stop talking about this team and go enjoy our life before we get a shellacking by City. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, it's not too bad. I'm with you, man. I just hope we don't get like just destroyed like six nil. Just yeah. don't get embarrassed. That's all I ask for this weekend. <laughs> like, don't don't get embarrassed. Um. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Jason. Tell these people where they can find us. Look, we're on X. If you go to X.com, it'll say in the top bar, Twitter.com. And just ignore that. <laughs> just go. Just It's it's the same thing. If if you go there, we're on there. Um, and I'll go ahead and plug Substack because it's the same at. We have the same handle on both. We're also on Substack. Daniel alluded to it earlier. He does amazing things on there. He's finishing up a series. Go read it. What, what the are you doing like just go read the damn stuff like it's awesome i don't know what your problem is you can subscribe and it'll come right to your inbox yes so look go do that go go follow us for for updates like like to the time we posted updates i I just don't know what you people are doing anymore we're at red white blues fc on both also i love you and i was just pretending to be mad (laughs) yeah and uh, did you know that the emails would they call, which you probably do because I know you've said you've flipped through the emails, but I didn't know this until the other night when my wife was telling me about this because she gets uh-huh. the emails because she's one of our loyal subscribers. 
Um, <laughs> that it says from two dumb Americans. Yes. Oh, I put that on there. Yeah. <laughs> and another. She's like, why does it say this? I was like, well, because we're just two dumb Americans. I tried to like make it sound. I think it says American dum dums. Yeah, think it something, says yeah, maybe American that's what dum-dums. American dum dum something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. That's because what we are. So <laughs> I know, think that's what, what I put in there when I first created it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, catch us all. It's getting past my bedtime. No, not really past my bedtime, but um, yeah. Uh, what am I? Oh, iTunes, Spotify, where you listen to podcasts at these days. Um, oh, oh, I do need to give uh, a shout out. Um, two shout outs. Uh, right. Number one, shout out the women's team. Uh, they yes. advance the next round and what or what is it? What is theirs called? Like the Continental Cup or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some weird thing. They advance the next round and also shout out Ivory Coast Drogba for winning the African Cup of Nations yesterday, Woo-hoo. beating Nigeria. Yeah. And they, hey, just to prove that firing your coach does work, they fire their coach halfway through the tournament. So I'm just saying, Dude. fire potch now. We're gonna win the uh, the um, Premier League. Just saying, just saying, guys. <laughs> if there was a better case for potch out, yeah, I have yet to hear it. <laughs> just do it. Just fire him now. Yeah, just fire him now. So um, shout out those two. Uh, um, Congrats to you both. Still waiting for Burkina Faso, man, to uh, win the African Cup of Nations one day, Jason. Oh, man. That would Don't, be the life. That would be awesome. It would be. It would be. Um, But anyway, uh, until next time, guys. Uh, hopefully live streaming next Monday night at 8 o'clock. Keep an eye. That's why you need to follow us on X, like Jason was telling you, because we'll post it on there. Yes. So you need to be following us so that you can get the notifications. And follow our YouTube page, too. I don't know what the ad is on our YouTube page. I don't know. It's the Beats same. Me. I think it's Red White Blues it? FC. Yeah. Red White Blues FC. There you go. Guys. I'll have to start go plugging su- that soon. Yeah. Go subscribe to that. So hopefully next Monday we will be live streaming. But for you 11 people that listened to last week's episode, we will still bring it to you in podcast format. So until then, <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks for hanging out with uh, two American dum-dums, flippity-floppity. Flippity-floppity.